Essie, you mean like when I drink water? I'm Ryan. I'm Bev. And I'm Isaac. Thank you for tuning in to the Notch Bed Post, where tonight we will be discussing splashing. Splooging. No, splashing. This is wet and messy fetishism. It's a sub-fetish of solarophilia, which is a paraphilic sexual fetish in which individuals experience sexual arousal from soiling or disheveling the object of their desire. This can include covering someone in mud or other messy mediums, or causing their hair or makeup to be disheveled. This does not involve hurting another person or causing them pain. It only has to do with making them look messy and in so doing, humiliating them. Other sub-fetishes in this category include cum shots, bukkake, urolania, which is urine, coprophilia, which is scat, mesophilia, which is the fetish involving used underwear, and several others. Wet and messy doesn't have a clinical name, it's just a sub-fetish of serolophilia. And it's also related to fetishes that involve the adoration of torn or ill-fitting clothing. Bukake! I love a good cum shot. Alright, so Bev, what is it about this wet and messy thing that people are fetishizing? It's the tactile sensation that does it for people with this fetish. Whipped cream, soap, custard, ice cream, slime. Custard. Slime? Mud, cake batter. A lot of these have some pretty amazing sensations were you to like dunk your hand into them or whatever. I mean, we all get that. So it's obvious how people apply this to sexuality. Now, the fetishes that are messy involving bodily fluids are actually fall under different categories, and they're not considered wet and messy fetish. Wet and messy is strictly applied to... Things like the substances I just mentioned, but bodily fluids like semen would fall under cum shot, bukkake, scat would fall under coprophilia, etc. Like ejaculate just does not fall under wet and messy. It does not include bodily fluids. But dipping my nuts in custard would be considered wet. And that messy. would be wet and messy. Can you imagine the sound? The, the Can snap? you imagine the sensation? I like. I don't have this fetish, but like I get it. <laughs> like it, must, imagine, it probably feels so good because, like, who doesn't can like you imagine the their sound of through? just smacking your balls into some custard, just like that. The sound. Ooh, oh, you know, I didn't even think about the sound when I was thinking about uh, what would draw people to this because it, it's all everyone on the internet talks about the texture, but I bet you the sound has got something to do with it. Too. I mean. Could it just be that maybe some people like custard? Like maybe I'm fixated. Not on just custard, custard, but like I, macaroni I, in a I pot, like for example. I, I mean that that's a that's a sound like and texture custard. thing. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, no, the macaroni in a pot, like I, it's got that sound. So everything I like about the fetish that this is a sub fetish for. Is not covered under this, and it's disappointing. It's see, it sounds to me like you're more into like the cum shot fetish, and we'll get there. I, mean, I like cum shots. I like squirters. I just I have no satisfaction for dipping a titty in some fucking custard. Well, how about something like whipped cream or like chocolate sauce? On my Sunday, not on my women. That's fair. 
I definitely get the appeal of like bringing food into the bedroom, which is what most of the wet and messy fetish revolves around is food products. Because food is sexy. Like it just is. No. What? Are we talking like dick shaped foods? No, I'm, ta- I'm talking like. So you find Okay, maybe jello. I just had like a You particular... find jello sexy. I... Let me finish, ass. I just had like this particular image in my head of a girl with her mouth around a strawberry, right? And I know that's not a wet and messy item, okay? But I'm just sit. That's just. I'm just saying food is sexy. Food is sexy. I don't it is. find so food sexy. So people making custard part of... <laughs> All right, let's move on. So, well, I have a question. So would something like this wet and messy fetish, would that also extend possibly to like people who enjoy having sex in a hot tub or a pool? I, wow, that is a hard question. I have no idea. I mean, that's the pinnacle of what? I mean, it's water. Yeah. So... But I think a lot of it more is, like, really getting down and dirty and, like, getting your fingers into that food and, like, spreading it over somebody. And I'm not sure that being in a swimming pool would really satisfy that because what it's about a total a sw- submerging. I, I don't know. What about a swimming pool of custard? Would that make it into the I mean, finish? what is water Dude, if not I mean, a really just thin imagine custard? Spreading some custard on some titties. I'm just saying. Okay, serious question though. I know I've been making a lot of fun. Jello wrestling. Yeah, that's a thing. Right? Or like people that that like putting oils, for example. I mean, I mean that could be hot. Are we talking like essential? No, oils like massage or oil, bergamot on my dick. No, like like food oils, like. Coconut like canola oil. oil. Yeah. Or, I mean, hell, <laughs> even just, like, way too much lube. I get that. I'm just saying yeah. coconut oil makes it oh, yeah. lube. I, I definitely see. That, like, this fetish, like I said, it mainly revolves around, like, food products. But I feel like wet and messy could involve a fake cum lube because it isn't a real bodily fluid. So I feel like that would get lumped in with wet and messy and not, like, bukkake. Unless it's being shot. Then it's a unless, it's, unless it's being shot. I think, yeah. I think at that point it's the intention rather than the object itself. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, Bev, when did this start? This was a, a particularly odd one because there is no research on this subject. In fact... There was not one single study done on the parent fetish of solarophilia, um, which wet and messy falls under, until the year 2019. Like, that's insane. So some websites estimated that 0.04% of people are into splashing. But it would appear that this number may in reality be much higher due to the amount of access to this fetish on popular porn sites, such as Pornhub. The availability, in my opinion is evidence of a much higher demand. And I think that number is just wildly disproportionate to how much splashing we see advertised. So, Bev, related to the availability thing, I mean, it seems to me like the idea of chocolate sauce or whipped cream on your partner is about as fetish 101 as a pair of fuzzy handcuffs or light spanking. Right? See, this is what I was thinking, which is why it's so weird that this stuff doesn't exist in scientific studies absolutely no research 
exists on the origin of this fetish, or how it may develop within someone. Or are we just majorly overlooking like a food fetish? I think I don't I don't think it's food specifically. I think that there's a lot of crossover between yeah, sexual food. lust it's, and hunger. It is, it's, is this true? isn't a food fetish. This is a fetish that specifically involves making someone look messy. I mean, it doesn't even ha- it doesn't have to be food necessarily. Some people like to mess up somebody's hair and mess up their makeup and that falls under wet and messy, weirdly enough. I actually I get that. Yeah, and it's like even though there's no way to find out how scientifically this develops within somebody, there was this one singular study that was conducted of a person with the parent fetish Celeriophilia. And it was found that that patient had become interested in the sensations at the age of three to four, and they had developed a sexual aspect for this fetish at the onset of puberty. And it's been suggested that this fetish develops out of a need for intense situations due to low tactile sensitivity, but it also shows a strong relationship with sadism and with an emphasis on the humiliation of a subject in order to dominate them. And obviously that's not the same for every case. It's sometimes carried out from a perspective of playfulness and messmaking, which is a relevant facet of this fetish and it shouldn't be left out. But it does, a lot of it does have to do with sadism. That makes sense because I think that the messy thing is often a precursor in sadism, especially for fetishes like in my case, the the rape fetish. The idea of ripping the clothes or making a mess out of somebody, I mean, that kind of is just part mm-hmm. and parcel with that fetish. Yeah, that has a lot to do with that humiliation factor. I should probably also mention that messy play is a psychiatric therapy treatment that's often used in pediatric settings really? in order to help children cope with their yeah it helps children cope with their need for tactile stimulation or creative expression so it's pretty easy to link this idea to the theory that there may be a large amount of adults out there that still need a higher level of tactile stimulation and so i think it's pretty obvious how easily this need might limit itself to something that can only be expressed in a sexual setting due to its taboo nature it really makes you rethink adult artists that enjoy finger painting, right? Yeah, it does. With the lack of studies and the absence of scholarly articles to research, I was just unable to find any information on the history of wet and messy fetishism. But I kept thinking while I was reading about this fetish of the pillory or the stocks. That's one of history's most popular capital punishments, and I could not find an exact date for the first recorded use of the pillory in history. But it is mentioned pretty frequently in historical documents from the 1200s and on. Uh, If you're not familiar with this form of punishment, it involves a wooden contraption with holes made to restrain the head and the hands. Yeah, the stocks. Where a person was forced to stand for days or weeks. And yeah, and they would be pelted with rotten produce, dead animals, etc. Many people died from this form of punishment when crowds became violent and started throwing things like bricks or rocks at their heads. People throughout history had a habit of turning violent forms of punishment into sexual practices, you know, and so to me, this seems no different. It isn't far-fetched in my mind to make a connection between this and wet and messy fetishism, just as the historical practice of hanging people to death as a punishment became linked to hypoxiphilia as a sexual practice. Makes sense. 
So this fetish started by people drowning in custard. That's definitely, yes, absolutely. Excellent. Ryan, you're such a good listener. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just lost in this one. Lost, it, lost in understand. the sauce, Ryan? Like, so you're saying you've never put some chocolate sauce on a titty? No, you never like chocolate no, sauce off of a titty. Come on, man. I I see no appeal it's to it. It's not great. And I was messy. talking to a friend about this before the episode, just trying to wrap my head around it. And they said, or I said, custard on titties. And they said, I can see the appeal. But then they said, buffalo sauce on penises. I don't see the appeal. And would that also fall? I just where do we draw <laughs> the line? Did you put where do we draw the line? <laughs> That just sounds like a burning sensation, and there are easier ways to get that. Oh my god! I would no. never put buffalo sauce on my penis. I mean, if you're, if you're, let's say you're super into masochism and wet and messy, yeah, a buffalo sauce on your dick, man. If you're really into masochism and want a burning sensation, you should just coat a sounding rod in fucking Tabasco sauce. Ah, somebody's gonna go do that now. That's fine. We're getting off topic, and my penis hurts. Follow your desires. (laughs) (laughs) Except that one. Don't follow that one, man. Go do something else with your life. You know what? To each their own, man. But that could Mm. cause like some real tissue Mm. damage, I swear. That much vinegar and salt and chili peppers? So is there any toys for this? Like super soakers or squirt guns? Bowls of custard? (laughs) Bowls of custard. No, there are totally toys for this out there. I've seen a few myself shopping at Hustler or other places, just blankets that are waterproof, really soft, but very washable, and things won't go through to your bed or floor, carpet, whatever. You can get play mats or even PVC sheets. It's wet and messy. It's going to make a mess. Probably going to make some stains, so you definitely want to put some. I mean, those all seem very specifically geared towards the wet part of wet and messy, but if you're just talking about disheveling the appearance of of your sexual partner, I mean... Yeah, see, when I read that part, like, I was thinking the classic thing you see in so many porns where a girl is a lot... You see a lot of this in the BDSM scene. A girl is crying, okay... Her makeup is smeared down her face, lipstick all over the place, while she's sucking a cock, you know? That's that's wet and messy. Like, like this is something that's so common, and you see it so much in, in sadist porn or BSM so porn or whatever. Like, who thought it was wet and messy, you know? Turns out it is. That's half the appeal to, like, skull-fucking someone, though. Yeah. Is... All the saliva and the bleeding mascara and fucked up hair. Yeah. But that part of it I get. I just don't get the custard. Why custard? (laughs) I think that might just be a texture (laughs) thing. Like, I think you're a little fixated on the custard, bro. Yeah, it's a texture thing, dude. It's all it's all about the texture, and like you pointed out, it's probably about the sound too, which is I think that's cool because you can get some pretty gushy juicy sounds out of a lot of foods so back to toys super if you're soakers. gonna be <laughs> let's talk about super soakers for <laughs> this fetish like, no, it, I... a super so nope a super soaker full of custard i don't I'm know if that would that. fire very Fuck well yeah. i don't think the valves right. in there are built for that you don't fine. you don't know fine. you try a super soaker full of canola oil 
I, I can I can fuck with this. Oily titties. I like oily titties. Nice segue. If you're playing with oily substances, make sure you're you've got a gentle grease cutting soap on hand, or you'll never get it out. <laughs> also, what what kind of oily substances are we Vaseline. playing with? Like, are we talking like five? 520, 520 motor oil, like. No, I mean, like, there are a lot of foods that are oily, like whipped cream. will have an oily texture. Dipping my dick into a tub of Vicks Vapor Rub. Would that fall under this finish? You're just dipping? You're not spreading it around? Oh, I mean, it's it's gonna get all over the place if it gets on my dick, so I'm gonna be freaking the fuck out. I think that counts. Yeah, yeah, I... I'm imagining this scenario right now, and I'm imagining you pull it out, and it's like flinging vapor rub everywhere because you're crying and thrashing around. <laughs> so, if you're using any dairy products, whipped cream, butter, whatevs, make sure you stick with a cool bath because a hot bath is gonna bake that dairy smell into your skin, and you're gonna smell like old cream for a week. That's gross. Hot tips. Yeah, don't don't do that. All right, boys, what personal experiences do you have with this? And Ryan, don't tell me you've never licked anything like chocolate sauce off a titty. Come on, man. I have never done that. I don't see the appeal of mixing food and sex. Really? You don't? Both things. Both see? things I like very much, but there is no appeal to I them to- I totally get it. But, like, I'm imagining not messy... Not wet. I'm imagining like mid coitus. I reach over and I grab my sandwich. Yummy. Oh, I would fully put a <laughs> sandwich on. Like so that's not wet and dicks. messy though. If this fetish was about eating fucking hoagies off of someone's back by fucking <laughs> railing them doggy style, I'm about it. Like Isaac, you're pass you're the shaking Where your are the head. chips? You're shaking your like, head. What, Isaac? What? Both of you are wrong. Like if it was objectively, both of you are like, wrong. This is. Right, I'm turning this into the Isaac like, show for the next five minutes. You guys go make yourself a fuck sandwich. It, All right, Ryan. Ryan, let's let him say his piece. What? No, no. Go on. Also, I mean, if you're doing it doggy style and using their back as a serving platter, just have nachos. They're right there, man. Like the back would make a great spread for nachos. What if like some of the nacho cheese was like dripping down their sides and you like licked it up? I wouldn't no, lick it up. No I would just grab a chip point. and like I would just grab a chip and like scrape it up the side of their ribs and then like eat eat the nachos like that. Like how nachos are supposed to be on chips. Yeah. You guys are taking something beautiful and destroying it. Like Okay. If we're using the if we're using the back as a nice fucking cheese board or something, maybe like some fucking salami or some high class pepperonis. I don't know how to speak Italian. I feel like I feel like what this is devolving into is like the fetish where people like to be used as a piece of furniture, and not like wet and messy. What's happening? Back on track, boys. Isaac, what's your personal experience? All right. Well, you missed the best toys in the toy section. The best toys for this fetish, in my opinion, are disposable clothes. When your partner comes to bed wearing a shirt, like an undershirt that you got. From just like a pack of 10 fucking undershirts that you get at like every department store or whatever. That way you know like, oh, I can just rip this fucking shirt off. Like no one's wearing their favorite t-shirt to bed. That means I can just tear that shit right off. Oh, these might not be like the most like beautiful lacy lingerie panties. 
but I know she got a pack of ten of them, and I can just rip them shits off. Does that fall under this fetish, yeah. though? Because that's not wet or messy. No, no, uh, earlier yeah, we no, said what that he's included, referring, like, so what disheveling you're saying their is appearance. Your, yeah, your favorite part of this fetish is the dishevelment mm-hmm. of the object of desire. So you're... Your sexy person that you're having sex with, you want to dishevel them and make them look humiliated, yeah. right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I know that you're into sadist. So, like, for me. Stuff, so, so okay. there's, more, Go ahead. there's more to this than just custard? I'm like, I'm so lost Oh, no, absolutely. Right I mean, well, that's why we were talking about, like, there's, how you were talking about oh, the, yeah, the running mascara and stuff while someone's giving an incredibly enthusiastic blowjob. I mean, bleeding mascara, with yes. tears. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's very much the same thing. Like, so when I a like ripping the clothes, when I like ripping job. the clothes off, I don't like ripping them completely off. For me, where it's at its most attractive is when like the shirt has been ripped most of the way open, so breasts are exposed, but the oh, fragments really? of the shirt are still there. So oh, you I like ripped, to leave no, you like to leave panties. the clothes on as like evidence of what you've done to your mm-hmm. ah, like the panties are still around one thigh. Like, I didn't rip them off entirely. I see how that can play into the rape fantasy. Yeah. No, there's nothing attractive about ruining good clothes. Well, that's why you don't ruin good clothes. Like I said, you don't do this to someone's favorite shirt and best panties. Any clothes is good clothes. Mm. Like, any panties are the best panties. Because they serve Yeah, to be ripped off. No, to protect your (laughs) male or lady parts from the elements. No? Why would you ruin a perfectly good pair of boxers? This is me on a personal level. I understand, like, the the bleeding mascara and the mess-up lipstick, the, the hair being messy, even the ripping off the clothes. Just, I don't see the appeal, the food sides of this, and, like, I understand it's not about the food itself, it's about the mess and the feeling and possibly the sound. Let's say you go to Mud Volleyball. With somebody. You don't want to, like, there's no appeal for you in seeing them covered in mud from head to toe. Just muddy ass, muddy boobs. Like, how is that not hot to you? I I don't get it, Ryan. Like, no, how is that not hot to a, you? That's hot to everybody. Shower, take a shower before you get in my car, woman. Like, I don't need you ruining my leather seats. I didn't say... Have leather seats. I didn't say they're getting in your car. I'm just saying, looking at That's, them, looking at no, their body covered in mud, it's, it's not no, attractive. No, nothing. No, because what my mind's going to go to is, you better use a towel before you get in my car. Like, Man. I'm not going to be like, oh, there's mud on your titties. I figured out where this fetish came from, though. Where? Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> You know, when I saw slime, gack that I thought of that. I was like, oh my god, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I was like, they're that prepping is these where, kids. The porn industry that is, is where prepping it came these from. kids. <laughs> and then there's a music video where there's three women pouring milk on themselves. And I do, I do not appeal to me, does but not, I see where these fetishes are coming from. Dairy does not hold up well to the heat and rigor see, okay, of sexual okay, so I, I have a personal experience here. curdle into butter. I have tried... Turning butter in that pussy. Nickelodeon slime or dairy? I have tried whipped cream in the bedroom. And you're you're right, Isaac. The the dairy thing, I it's the smell. I just don't like dairy in general, though, so I'm probably not a great person to assess the sexual attraction with dairy products, but... Ugh. That smell after the fact, when it when the dairy started to get warm, it it was just cheesy. 
It was nasty. And cheese smells and sex do not mix well. (laughs) So, Isaac, do you have any other personal experiences with this fetish or just that rape fetish thing with the clothes? So, actually, looking strictly at the wet part of this wet and messy fetish, I do enjoy the idea of just, like, way too much lube being involved. Like, I think that's... I think there is something... Okay, I get it. You mean, like, playing with a toy or just... Just playing in general, if you're just, like, putting copious amounts of lube and then you're, like, slipping all over your partner. Yeah, that's fun. And not just, like, around the exterior, though. Like, even the inside. Like, the idea of just, like, getting a a lubricant injector and injecting the partner full of lube and just, like, fucking them like that. The messy thing, specifically. But no, it's it's messy, and I think that's kind of enticing. Yeah. I have... One one way this fetish would be okay to... And that is? Skull fucking. Well, that too. Sounds like you two ways. Trying to think outside the box. Naked twister in a pool baby one. I could enjoy yeah. that. I might enjoy oh. the game of twister. I might enjoy the game of twister more than the naked women at that point. Not because I don't like naked women, but I love twister. So then you do get the appeal of somebody's oily body up against yours. I mean, that's hot. Like, no, that's, I just so, think it'd be that's a- so attractive to so many people. Like, it's weird to me that there aren't studies on this. Okay, no. So I, I, I get the appeal of, like, body oil and things like that. I don't get the appeal of whipped cream, He's coming chocolate, out. custard. <laughs> I don't understand... The bringing in outside things for this fetish. Yeah, but I mean that's part of it. I, I, I think you it's, know I don't get the. It's fun thing. to bring in outside objects and yeah, I like the dairy doesn't appeal to me, but it is fun to bring in outside objects for all kinds of sexual play because it's kind of spicing things up a little bit, you know. So for people with this fetish, incorporating food, it just makes sense. It's the next logical step. Well, that's about enough custard play for me, folks. It's about time I slip and slide on out of here. <laughs> and remember, follow your desires.